This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. NASCAR's oldest super speedway. It is tradition now that drivers pay tribute to the past. Here he comes. Richard Petty wins the Southern 500. There's the checkered flag for Cale Yarborough. here. Welcome to NASCAR America presented by Mobile One, everybody. Carol Amano joined by somebody who's been going to Darlington since he was a little <laughs> boy, Kyle Petty. You know, Kyle, we just saw so many Hall of Famers who have won at Darlington. How much does this track favor experience? Look, every one of those highlights was a Hall of Famer from, from Junior Johnson and Ned Jarrett to Jeff Gordon and Dale Jarrett. Those guys that win championships, that win uh, multiple championships, big races, win at Darlington. It's all about experience. That racetrack is so incredibly hard. 20 of the drivers that have been inducted into the Hall of Fame have a Darlington win, and I think that speaks volumes on what Darlington means to the sport and the caliber of driver it takes to win there. Yeah, it certainly does, and you look at the number of experienced drivers who need a win to make the playoffs this weekend, so when you consider those who have tested Darlington before, who stands out to you? You know, the first guy that pops into my mind is Ryan Newman. Uh, I think Ryan's had some success there, has had good top fives, got good top tens. We see right there 19 starts. I think that's the key. We see Paul Menard with 11, Jimmy jo or, uh, Jamie McMurray with 17, Casey King with 15. And, and I look to Newman and I look to Jamie McMurray. The more experience you have at this track, the better you are. There's two exceptions that have raised their heads through the year for me. Uh, and that's, that's Terry Labonte, who came there and ran well right off the bat, and Lake Speed, who came there and ran well right off the bat. But most of the time, it takes laps hundreds of laps to get used to what that racetrack does. These are guys that are outside behind that cut line that can come to Darlington, and Darlington is the great equalizer. These are guys that know how to drive race cars, that know how to adjust to a track. It's not just brute horsepower. It's finesse. It's drivability. And I think Jamie McMurray, but especially Ryan Newman, is a guy who could get it done here. All of those drivers that we just saw on that full screen need a win to make it into the playoffs. But if Jimmy Johnson is a driver that comes to your mind, he's one that's currently in on points, currently in good shape to make the playoffs. Question is, he's got experience. Can he win this weekend? Yes, he can. 
Yes, he can. Because I, I think Darlington brings out the best. I, I think in the, in, when we first saw uh, the, the first highlights as we came on air and you saw Dale Earnhardt Sr. say, I can't believe I won here. You, you heard Bobby Allison say, it, this is just a great day. It's a great moment to win at Darlington. Jimmy Johnson is that caliber driver. We know he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, we know he can win at this place. But this is a place, as I said before, uh, the racetrack itself is a great equalizer. It's slick. You've got to finesse the car. You've got to drive the car. I think Jimmy gets more out of a car uh, effortlessly, it looks like a lot of times. We see Kyle Busch sideways and backwards. Jimmy just seems to get it done. They don't seem and haven't seemed to have the power uh, and the handle on things so far this year, uh, but we've seen them run well on the road courses. We've seen them road run well on the short tracks, and I'll put Darlington a little bit in that category where it's going to fall back on the driver a little bit, and Jimmy Johnson is a guy who can rise up and, and win this thing. You know, Kyle, this weekend is about the drivers. It's about drivers like Jimmy Johnson and those who really need a win to clinch and get into the playoffs. But it's also about the fans and the race fans who step foot on Darlington Motor Speedway's most hallowed grounds may actually find themselves feeling haunted by Hall of Famers past. It is one of the sport's most meaningful destinations, and it has a tradition that has been bolstered by a host of heart-stopping moments. Our Ken Squire takes us back. Stripes of paint, strips of vinyl, Darlington Raceway is lined each race, each lap, each turn with memories thrown back on the walls of NASCAR's oldest super speedway. It's definitely throwback NASCAR feels like home again. It is tradition now that drivers pay tribute to the past by donning the uniforms of heroes who danced with a darling lady in black. Darlington has hosted this parade since 1950. For these people, it's the World Series, the Kentucky Derby, the Super Bowl. A rich racing pageant revered over the decades and carried forward by those who honor the legacy of champions and others who renew that spark of past triumph. There's Ned Jarrett taking the checkered flag. But Darlington also demonstrates racing as a pursuit only for the brave. It's Richard Petty. The Bold. Carborough right out of the racetrack. Careening through these turns is never done without incident. Johnny Allen torpedoes the scoring stand. These paint schemes rouse our memory with odes to those who were dealt racing's toughest blows. Joey Logano will drive in homage to Steve Park, who survived one of NASCAR's most horrific wrecks, but also delivered one of its most enduring tributes. Steve Park scores the second straight win for Earnhardt Incorporated. Kyle Busch rides in honor of Ernie Irvin, whose comebacks from harrowing moments showed unmatched resilience. This track nearly took your life today. You took something back from it and who was also twice a runner-up at Darlington. The character of Ryan Newman is similar to Neil Bunn, humble, journeyman, with a hunting instinct for checkered flags. The 31 revives the song of a driver gone too soon. Darlington is a place tuned to tradition as cars wave the colors of the family crest. Ryan Blaney recalls the Buckeye Bullet Dave Lane and his long career, a father's passion preserved by his son. Chase Elliott wears the memory of his cousin, 
Casey, an all-pro and Xfinity hopeful who cancer claimed in the prime of his youth. In seven decades, the Southern 500 has connected a cherished past with a promised future. And each Labor Day vacation to Darlington echoes in our memories and in our dreams with the latest verse of her siren's song. And our thanks to Ken for a look at Darlington past and present there. Kyle, what makes Darlington, Darlington to you? The ghost of all the drivers that came before. Uh, you know, I think we go back from, from every driver that ever set foot in that place to every mechanic to every fan. Uh, there's certain places in sports. Uh, Augusta for golf. Uh, you know, at, I look at, at Wrigley Field, places like that where you feel the history of your sport. You feel the history of NASCAR and stock car racing in the South when you walk through, through the gates at Darlington. I can only imagine uh, what it means to win there, Kyle. You know, it, it, we, we hear it time after time from older drivers and from these younger guys. The younger guys, that's what the throwback thing has done for, for a lot of the drivers, like a Kyle Larson or a Daniel Suarez or an Eric Jones. It's educated them on where this sport was, where this sport has come from, uh, and has brought back up the names of Buck Baker and Junior Johnson and guys like that. Kale Yarborough comes out to the racetrack, David Pearson, the Hall of Famers that come out, and they get to see, feel, and touch history. Uh, so that's important. We're excited about the weekend. And just a reminder, coming up at 5.30 Eastern today, we are going to bring you the Dale Jr. download. His guest this week, Casey Kane. So that's coming up in just a couple minutes. And tomorrow, Fan Friday is back. Kyle Petty had the most fun a few weeks back at Michigan. He'll join <laughs> Rutledge Wood and Jeff Burton around the grounds of Darlington. We're also going to hear from several drivers, including Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, David Reagan as well. That is at 5 p.m. Eastern. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Scott Dixon and Alexander Rossi continue their championship duel as IndyCar returns to the City of Roses for the first time in more than a decade. Verizon IndyCar Series racing from Portland Sunday at 3 Eastern here on NBCSN. The 70s at Darlington. The 70s belong to Pearson. The Silver Fox. A superlative performance by the Silver Fox. Well, the Silver Fox came through once again here today. I wore polyester most of the time, while glam rock became a thing as Ziggy Stardust and T-Rex strutted their stuff. And by the end of the decade, a band named Kiss took it to a whole new level. The BGs are in there somewhere. In film, The Godfather, Jaws, and Star Wars debuted. Oh, and a guy named Steve Jobs started selling apples. I still need to get one of those things. Uh, it is NASCAR's official throwback weekend. It's a lot of fun, though it is a little bit different this time around. There's no specific era being represented like in the past three years. This year, legends from all seven decades of Darlington's history are going to be honored. And one of those, of course, was the King, who was part of a very memorable crash back in 1970. <laughs> We're watching the progress of the Rebel 400 stock car race, and what a race it is right at this moment. But a crash on the home stretch, a car upside down. And that's a Richard blue Petty. car, it is Richard Petty. Looks like Richard's helmet 
sticking out of the car, and he certainly appears to be unconscious. This could be a very bad accident to one of the best-known race drivers in the world. He was running perhaps 150 miles an hour, and a 4,000-pound automobile going at this speed can do a lot of damage if he hit it head-on which is the worst way to hit it. That tire flipped about three or four times and landed on his roof after he took out about 10 foot of the pit wall. He's in the ambulance, and Richard Petty will be rushed to the hospital. Standing right alongside me is Richard's brother, Maurice. He's uh, left on. They see the strong rear bladder broke, and they get in, they've gotten his uniform away to get into it. His, head, his head's beat on bloody, and his eyes hurt a little bit. He'll be all right, though. But he is talking. Yeah, he's talking. He knows everybody. One of the most spectacular accidents in NASCAR history. You know, Kyle, it is just incredible to look back at some of the crashes that we've seen at Darlington, and that one in particular has really added to the track's legend. You were about nine years old <laughs> at that time, but what do you remember specifically? You know, I, I remember going to the hospital. Uh, that's what I remember more than anything else, leaving the racetrack and going to the hospital. Uh, but, you know, it, my dad had already wrecked once that week. You, we saw the 71 car, Bobby Isaac, uh, leading this thing uh, in the wing car. My dad had wrecked his wing car earlier in the week and had to come back with the older car uh, with the Roadrunner. Uh, and it was scary. And, and I, I think a lot of the thing we saw the blood or saw the, the red rag there in the picture a couple of times. I think most everyone right here thought that that was blood when they first saw it. Uh, you saw my Uncle Maurice and, and my cousin Dale or my, my dad's crew chief, his cousin Dale Inman, run out there, jump over the wall. Unheard of today. You would not see that. Uh, but I loved my uncle's words right there. Yeah, he's beat up. He's a little bit sore. His eyes are pretty bloody, but he's going to be all right. Uh, and, and that's kind of the way they looked at it. That's the way those drivers were. That's the way those men were. But uh, for a nine-year-old little boy, this was a scary, scary moment to watch your dad go through this. Yeah, I can imagine. And I think I think what was maybe also lost too at the time is that that crash in particular led to an immediate change <laughs> in safety enhancements for NASCAR. Well, it did for Petty Enterprises and my father <laughs> uh, because my grandmother said, I'm not having my little boy come out of a race car again like that and be hanging upside down. So my grandmother made a window net, which was the first window net. And here we see it. It's in the, in the Hall of Fame. My grandmother, on her sewing machine, uh, took an old race uniform, took it apart, and made a window net to go in the car uh, to keep my father in the window in, in case anything else ever happened. And uh, NASCAR adopted it as uh, part of their safety procedures and part of their, their equipment. And still today, from that accident that happened in 1970, every car, whether it be a truck in the truck series or an Xfinity series or a cup car, if it's a NASCAR car, it has a window net. Yeah, it's an incredible part of the sports history. Coming up, we are going to talk about this weekend and what's ahead. Pete Pistoni from the Morning Drive on SiriusXM joins the show. Going to take a closer look at the situation with the 78 team right now. A lot of uncertainty for Martin Truex Jr. when it comes to next year. Is that having an impact on this year? We'll discuss that and more next. Saturday, the Xfinity Series goes racing over on NBC. And then Sunday, 
right here on NBCSN NASCAR America getting you set for the Southern 500 beginning at 5 Eastern. And with that, we are joined by the co-host of The Morning Drive every weekday on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. That's Channel 90, Pete Pistoni. Pete, let's start with Martin Truex Jr. You guys have spent a lot of time talking about him on the show this week, his future, the future of Furniture Row, his performance in the last few races. Do you think that Martin Truex Jr. has separated himself enough over the last month to still be included in what we have been deeming the big three with Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick? You know, Carolyn, some of the listeners think that's the case, and it's hard to believe that we're even talking about that. But when you see what Kevin Harvick keeps doing, what Kyle Busch keeps doing, Martin Truex Jr. in his last four starts has finished 14th or worse three times in those four starts. Now, to be fair, some of that's been circumstantial. Two weeks ago at Bristol, he had a really fast race car. He was in contention to maybe win the race, and he got in the incident with Kyle Busch. But there just seems to be something off there, and you can't help but wonder with all the things that are swirling around the future of Furniture Row Racing, where that team's going to wind up, where Martin Truex Jr. might be going next year, if some of that is maybe getting in the way and taking a little bit of the eye off the ball there. And I think that's a story that we're going to have to watch develop here in the next few weeks because until we have some resolution there, I think there's going to be a lot of folks there that are going to try to compartmentalize all that but still focus on what they're doing. And I just think that's a tough thing to do for any athlete in any sport. Okay, let, let me ask you this, Pete. I, I think we look at, at, at Adam and Kyle Busch, uh, and we look at, at Rodney Childers and, and, and Kevin Harvick. They seem to be on the same page on everything they're doing. Cole Pern and Martin Truex have been on the same page for the last two or three years. But now with all this talk, do you think it, it's just that combination of Cole Pern and, and Martin Truex that they're just a little bit off because all of a sudden it's either like you're with me or you're against me. And if you're talking to somebody else, you're against me. You know, Kyle, we talk about communication and chemistry of this and how important it is. And you just have to wonder what's going on inside the walls there. Now, this is a team that's gone through adversity before. You remember a year ago, they lost a crew member with a, with a death there. Barney Visser's health issues and all that. But this seems different to me, and I think you're right about that. If you're not all in this together, all of a sudden you start to see things be a little bit frazzled, and I just have to wonder if that's the case. I think this is a big key and a big test this weekend at Darlington to see if they can sort of quiet some of this discussion and go back to business on the racetrack. You know, that's a fascinating question, Kyle, that you bring up, especially with the chemistry that we've been talking about with these two for so long. Like you said, the last couple of years, do you think that there's an issue between driver and crew chief chemistry-wise? Do I? You know, I don't. I don't know. It's. It, I'm going to say this: a crew chief and a driver. Uh, it's like being brothers. It's like being married. It's like being uh, cousins. It's. It's everything. It is everything. And once one party decides the grass may be greener, the other guy, the other person in that in that pairing, will turn their back on you in a heartbeat because they feel hurt. They feel betrayed. Uh, is, is Cole Pern feeling that right now? That is a team, and I've said it a million times, they live as a team, they die as a team, they are as close as any team I see on the circuit week in and week out, and this may be a crack in that armor. Pete, um, as it relates to Darlington this weekend, moving on from Truex, what have the viewers been focused on the most? Well, certainly the throwback weekend, his big hit, I think people are still embracing that. It's so nice to be able to connect to our roots and go back to the different decades of the sport. And, and guys like me and Kyle have been around this our whole lives. I mean, that, that's just a really fun weekend, and it's a great idea, and, and I think the, the, the fans have embraced it. But I really heard a lot about the racing this weekend. A lot of the discussion this year has been about 
can we change the schedule? There's a redundancy to go to the same kinds of racetracks every week and every year. When you talk about Darlington, there's nothing like Darlington, guys. You know that. It's so unique. I think the racing that goes on there, once they throw the green flag and the pop and circumstance of throwback weekend sort of fades away, I think the fans really like the racing that we're going to get this weekend. And I think that's encouraging both Saturday for the Xfinity Series race and Sunday certainly for the Bojangles Southern 500. Pete, and, and you mentioned it, being around this sport your whole life, and, and I'm just close with this, what does Darlington mean to you and to your family? I know what it means to my family, but what does it mean to you? It means the, the, the sport. I mean, when I just think Darlington, it just means NASCAR. You know, you walk in there, and you just feel the history of, of the sport. You know, it, it literally is the, the Wrigley Field, the Fenway Park, the Lambeau Field of NASCAR racing. And I think of all the memories that my family had. My uncle was racing there, and we've been doing it since 1950. Uh, it just it, it just strikes a chord inside of me when I walk through the gates every year. Yeah, I think a lot of fans share those feelings. Pete, thanks. Enjoy the weekend. We appreciate being with us. Thanks, guys. Always fun. Yep, we'll see you next week. Just a reminder, right after we wrap here, just a couple minutes, brand new episode of the Dale Jr. Download for you. Junior's guest this week is last year's Brickyard 400 winner, Casey Kane. We've talked about him a little bit on the show today. That is coming up 5.30 Eastern, so just a couple minutes from now. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Well, starting in Las Vegas, NASCAR Fantasy Live goes all in for the playoffs with a few new twists for players during the last 10 races. Plus, you also have a chance to earn added bonus points if you correctly pick the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion before the start of the playoffs. For more, you can go to nascar.com fantasy for all of the details. And here is how things are shaping up among the broadcasters in the NASCAR America Fantasy League. And right now, it is all about Marty Snyder. Has a very commanding lead over Lee Diffie with just two races to go. Diff should actually be more concerned with Jeff Burton. He is hot on his heels right now for second place. I don't see Kyle Petty's name up there. I don't see my name up there. <laughs> We're going to give you our fantasy picks anyway. Uh, who do you have in your lineup for this weekend, KP? Okay, so I've got the big three. I've got uh, Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex. And then I've got Denny Hamlin because I, I think this is going to be a place where he can break out. And Kurt Busch riding some momentum. And then i got Kyle Larson because you got to run up next to the wall, so he's got to be there. Uh, he's in my garage right now. But then for the pole, Kyle Busch. First stage, Kyle Busch. I don't think anybody catches him in that first. But then my man, Kevin Harvick, the David Pearson of our era, comes in and he slides in, wins the race, forwards my manufacturer. That's it. That's interesting. You have Kyle Larson in your garage because uh, Dan Beaver of Roto World said that he was red flagged for the weekend. I normally go with what the Beav has to say, and he highlighted a couple guys for me. I put Ryan Newman in my top five. I put Denny Hamlin in my top five because that's what he told me to pick. And then I threw Ryan Blaney in the garage just for fun. Um, I put, let's see, did I put Kyle Busch on the, on the pole there? Yeah, and I got um, Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch ultimately there at the end with the same manufacturer as you. You know what's interesting is um, Dan Beaver from Roto World, Kyle, also spotlighted Chase Elliott and Joey Logano as some drivers to watch uh, for the weekend. 
You know what? I'm going to say this. I get a text from Dan Beaver every week, and all it is is just laughing faces at my picks. <laughs> um, so I, I would go off what Dan says more so than what I say. Uh, but you know what? Hey, and he's right. L listen, this is a place, I, even though I'm going to preach experience, preach experience, and you see all my drivers have experience, uh, some of those other guys could slide in. That's why I put Ryan Newman in there, because I feel like Good he job. could have some value. And the Beave says that he may be an undervalued pick for the weekend. And like you said, it all comes down to experience. Are you excited about the weekend? I am excited about the weekend. We're doing Fan Friday tomorrow. I'm <laughs> headed to Darlington first thing in the morning. I can't wait. I hope somebody's got another pedal car I can ride around in the infield because I'm going out and seeing the fans. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what you find at 5 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. I hope you're with us all weekend. That's all for NASCAR America for now. We have a huge weekend, but stay put. The Dale Jr. Download starts right now. Enjoy. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.